Hey guys, you're listening to the Energy of the Untamed Heart podcast, where we talk about uncaging your divinely gifted wild heart to be as free and expansive as you were born to be. My goal is to use our stories, guest interviews, and your questions to tease out what has been keeping your wild heart under wraps. I'm your host, Miel Fox, and together we will shatter the myths of our old stories to set our wild heart free. So thanks for choosing you and showing up today. Welcome to today's episode with my special guest, Garisha Andrea. As a love and empowerment coach, she uses expression through the freedom of tapping into our sexuality as the language through which we can engage and lean into the freedom of our heart's expression. She teaches women how to infuse daily self-discovery to unlock one's inner joy and sensual vitality. In this way, Garisha shares how to use self-care rituals to embrace your body for living life to the fullest. By helping to heal the deepest of traumas for her clients, she removes the stigma of sexuality and joy to reveal the healing powers of love at its deepest essence. Garisha has been featured on Yahoo's Top 10 in 2021 as the number four love coach across the world. She has been invited as a special expert in Hungarian and international summits and podcasts. She has her own video show, Women to Women with No Taboos and Men to Women with No Taboos in Hungarian. So please join me today as we explore the energy of the untamed heart on our journey to explore different ways to heal ourselves, to free ourselves, and to express authentic essence. I love that your name translates into uh, mountain. And also to uh, spiritual Shiva. It's beautiful. I'm just so intrigued. I, I read your bio on LinkedIn and a lot of the challenges that you had to overcome to become the empowerment coach for women that you are. And I'm curious about all sorts of things. I would love to hear some of your story, how you feel that it is made a shift for you and how you can bring that forward for others. The whole premise of my podcast is to help remove the barriers or the layers to our true heart, our true self, our true passion, our true joy. Yeah, thank you very much for, uh, let me uh, share my story. And I have a lot of stories, so I don't know where to start, but what is bubbling uh, me right now, connecting with my heart is... uh, Coming from my childhood, I was raised in a small town in Hungary. I was born in 74, and uh, socialism was at that time in Hungary. And just some memories uh, came up, and several times my, my parents told me that we don't have money for that. I remember in the 80s, sometimes we didn't have bread. We were in the queue in front of uh, one big bakery shop. When we entered the shop, we counted how many breads are on the shelves and whether how many people were in front of us and whether we could have for the weekend. And sometimes we we had to go back home with no bread. And just comparing with London's where we are living right now and how we can move the blockages and the boundaries then even these memories is living fully alive in front of my eyes. And so many times I felt that I want, I am not deserved something with something big, which was in front of me. And I felt that I'm not enough good or I'm not enough 
yeah, I'm not deserved to receive it. And I think that many of the listeners could could relate to it because even we rem- remember from our childhood and wh- why I'm I'm bringing you know that now I I can understand why I'm bringing this story because even we remember or not our childhood stories and memories and also the our ancestors memories are affecting on our current our present life and uh, we are not conscious about why we feel and I, i'm sure that everyone could relate to this that that uh, i want it i really desire it and then before i could receive it something is happening Absolutely. And most of the time we are creating these unseen blockages or kind of like cancellations just because in our unconscious mind from our generational patterns, it says that, that we don't deserve it. We have limitations. There is no abundance for us, for others, of course, but not for me. Yeah, I was working so much on that, especially on money and also the success. We women, we need to work hard. Therefore, most of the time we cannot follow our heart, our passion. Yes. And uh, choose, choose a life that we determined to be a mother and sacrifice our life for the family. And these are just few, and also in our success in business, success in our career. And these are all, I feel that all of areas of my life, I started to break the patterns Mm -hmm. and it was not an easy journey for me. I can also talking about relationships. So for example, my pattern was that, that live your life with the first man whom you met my father was abusive so my mom was living 48 years with him and three years ago he died and uh, it was very interesting how she she almost died after a few months after my my father passed away because she couldn't imagine that life could be different with no abuse and I had also a very challenging relationship life and I could also attract abusive men in my life. Sometimes I felt that, okay, now I'm over of it, or over of my pattern. But then it was so subtle that I couldn't, I couldn't find uh, the pattern. And after a while, of course, it, it, it turned around again. So what I experienced in, since childhood, that life is not an easy path. The more and more I could go deeper inside of me, I could transform these patterns, these beliefs in all levels, and I can be much more, much happier and fully joyful, a lot of energy and smile on my face. Most of the time, of course, I can, I can cry and I'm allowing my emotions. And this is also a big one that. We need to be strong, you know, we cannot cry. Even for men, it was like the boys that, that you need to be strong, but also for us women, right? 
And I'm also teaching women how they can allow their emotions, how they can connect with themselves, how they can fully embrace what is inside of them. It's beautiful. It's interesting. You and I, we talked a little bit before getting on the Zoom. You and I actually share a lot of commonality in our heritage, in our ethnic background, our cultural upbringing. My parents probably were a little bit older than your parents, but they were raised during a time of scarcity, a time of lack of availability of the basic needs in life, whether that would be food or money or shelter whatever the situation was at the time. So it was right around World War II and there were very clear lines and boundaries about how one needed to conduct themselves in their journey. The opportunity that you and I speak so freely of now of feeling your feelings, finding your way back home to your heart, walking back to your true expression of yourself allowing for the polarity and duality that we experience on earth in this life, the programming or the societal expectations of, I would say, my parents and your parents' time was that that was not okay. It was not okay to express. And I think as a result, it developed generationally into other forms of venting, either addictive behaviors, domestic violence, sexual abuse, control issues, all sorts of things that, yes, they're still prevalent and present in today's society. And I think that there's quite a bit that is generationally brought forward. The big difference that I feel that I see when I think about your story, what occurred for you growing up and my story, how I was raised and how my parents were raised. I see now as an older adult, many of my patterns, beliefs, and behaviors were truly passed down through generations and had been very much developed by the environment of the time, which then converted into behaviors of worthiness, not enough, needing to overachieve, needing to please for acceptance, needing to be a certain way so as to avoid rejection, equating what should be the gift of love for a child was not free. There was a condition. You needed to behave a certain way or do a certain thing or achieve a certain grade in school. What I really value and what you're sharing here today with the listeners is that If you're willing to be aware that no matter how difficult the situation is, we all hold the capacity to take back our personal power, our truth of who we are, and have the capacity to live a life of true expression of joy and passion and love and a much more higher vibrational expression of who we are. I really appreciate you sharing your story because I think your story, my story, I think it is far more common through the population than people really want to admit because there's a whole shame factor associated with it. We feel shame that we either do a certain thing, don't do a certain thing, look a certain way, don't look a certain way. We equate that with the 
desire for external validation, external receiving of an emotion that makes us feel safe. And then we we give that power that we owned away. Do you find this? Absolutely. I can fully relate and shame. Shame around that's exactly what you said. And then one more story came up and also connecting with the follow-up true heart and our heart and not what, what our parents want us to, to do and what, what parents are feeling that it's the best for us. I was around 20 years uh, old and uh, my mother had a very uh, successful business. She's a bookkeeper. She's still working. She wanted me to work with her. And I said, I feel that I have much more inside of me. I started to look for a job, not in my hometown, in Budapest. And so I moved here and I could work in, in ministries. And also after that, helping in the EU accession in the uh, capacity building of the ministries to be ready for the EU accession. And after that, I created an international career with this project, International Expert. I was traveling around Europe. I started to heal myself. This is how I, I started to learn in the best teachers all around the world. So basically, if I, I wouldn't be brave enough to say no to my mom and follow my, even I didn't know what's there. I went to the unknown. So sometimes, and I think most of the time, um, we cannot hear our um, our heart's voice because it's so deep, but our mind is much louder. And therefore, we are not enough strong or we don't feel that we have a power to say no to others. And sometimes this is how we can recognize it, that there is this inner fight somehow. There is a, this not okay feeling, you know, that, that even not at that moment, but later. And, that, and we are always, oh, why I couldn't say no? I would love to do this and this better than the other, other thing. And now I'm also, a, I, I established an academy. It's called Conscious Woman Academy in Hung Hungary. This year, my mom helped me every single event to support me and supporting me and to see women who work with me, for example, and they said that, that you should be proud of your daughter and also that they were so grateful for her to support me on my journey. It's so beautiful. So I encourage all our listeners that if you feel, if you have something in your life, and on your bucket list, don't waste your time. Just do and start even small steps towards it, to manifest it, to, to go for it. Because these feelings, even, you know, the journey is hard sometimes. And or, uh, almost every day, something challenging is happening. I have a friend who is also an economist, but she's also an energy strategist. And she works with numbers, numerology. We had a chat about hearing the heart, hearing, she calls it hearing the whispers of the heart. And she said, just like you said, our mind sometimes is so loud that we don't hear the whispers of the heart because it's not as loud and that we have to create a space of 
quietness, not necessarily silence, but a space of quietness in our day, in our life, consistently to allow the voice of the heart to be heard by the remainder of the human body. I think your point of if we can take our power back one step at a time, then it starts to build a cascade, a staircase to the next. What I really love about what you're saying is it's really talking about having faith in just taking an inspired step, not necessarily knowing every piece of the journey, not necessarily knowing exactly what the outcome may look like, but to be bold enough to believe that you can take an inspired action step of some kind that will lead you closer and closer and closer to the thing. Yeah. It's so interesting. Exactly. And the silence, I would invite the listeners to stay even just a few minutes in a day in silence and asking yourself questions, what you are curious or you don't know the answer yet. And just wait for the answers because all our answers inside of us. Nobody can tell us what is our true way, what is our true wisdom, in, because all we have this. And the other thing, what you can do that's slowing down your movements, even just, I'm usually saying that for five minutes, spend five minutes with yourself. And even you have a really, really busy schedule that uh, you need to have five minutes every single day for yourself, for recharging yourself. And maybe just doing that, you are slowing down your movements because this helps you to be in the present moment. Otherwise, we are always in our mind. We are planning something in the future or we are just thinking about the past. But when we are connecting with our body, slowing down the movements, but if you are just focusing on just slowing down your movements, And then even touching yourself or hugging yourself and just stay in stillness or stay stillness and silence together makes so much difference. I really want to connect with you about when you said safety, because most of the time we don't feel safe or we are thinking safety is we have a job, we have a home, we have a family and so on. Uh, I'm doing a very special trauma healing massage and also workshops and one-on-one coaches. But all the time we are starting with finding the safety inside of us because until we, we cannot connect in our true deep way with ourselves, with our, within our body, then we cannot anchor that uh, power and our wisdom inside of us. It's very important to remember that the questions in in ourselves mm-hmm. and uh, everyone can just guide us to find our own answers because we have an, our own truth in all all way in all time and also in all aspects in our life. Yeah. I created a, a, a video series and I really want to share with our listeners that you can find different ways how you can feel safety inside of you. This will help you to really make a different quality connecting with yourself. I will put the links that you send for me 
I'll put them in the notes so that people can reach out and find you for sure, recognizing what that feels like. And I think people feel that slightly differently depending on how available they are to understand and sense their own stability within themselves. And what I mean by that is I believe that within our physical body, we store energy, energy from our lifetime, energy from generational lifetimes. They're stored within our physical component, including emotions are stored in there, memories are stored in there, events are stored in there. I think for many of us, understanding that our body actually speaks to us. There's a communication from within your physical being to your spiritual being, your higher self, your intuition, and learning how to hear that and learning how to ask your body what it needs, I find very important for overall well-being. I'm just curious if you see that or, or have something to say about that with your clients or for yourself, that connection of your spiritual being and your physical being. Yes, exactly. I, I fully agree. This is my experience as well. We are storing everything in all memory. All the memories are in our body. I'm sure that the listeners know that five to seven percent is in our conscious mind. And I usually I'm showing that this is our head and the rest is 93, 95% is stored in our body. There is blueprinted in our body. And therefore, I feel it's very important to work on everything on holistic approach. There are amazing different kind of method methods and techniques all around the world. So use it, practice it. So just listen and reading, it's not enough. It's just kind of like passive knowledge. We need to do and we need to practice. Therefore, I suggested at least five minutes a day, just dedicating for ourselves. And also when we have blockage, we, uh, we went through different kinds of abuses. We had traumas in our life. Then it's disconnected from our body. Therefore, we cannot hear the wisdom of our body. And sometimes you don't know, I'm hungry, but I have no clue what I want to eat, right? And I'm eating much more than I would need it. It's also practice. And, and as you just mentioned that you needed time to listen and to hear it. So first, we need to be curious. We don't know so many things we don't know. Therefore, we can go back to our three or five years old girl. And like when we, we were just kind of like surprising on everything, just be that little girl with that curiosity, with their openness to the world and discover yourself. And even the doctors don't know and the scientists don't know how our body is working, right? I think uh, there's a lot more that we are learning about the body and the physics and the quantum wave movement of energy that's very different from what was believed 50 years ago, where things were thought to have a very particulate and formulated physical presentation through science. It's now known that that's not accurate, that most everything is a waveform of energy. 
And so therefore our bodies, everything within us is predominantly energy. I think there's moving forward, I think there'll be many discoveries and much more of a blending of the traditional modalities of health treatment and what we currently call non-traditional, although they probably aren't really non-traditional, they just aren't mainstream, but their value is as equally important as things that have been out there for decades. I really think that there's a place for both and the melding of both modalities will help people to achieve a better sense of wellness. Exactly, because yeah, because most of the time we, you know, doctors and scientists could save our life. We can also discover that we are energy. That if you have pain in your body, you can put your hands and heal yourself. You need to also focus on and asking the pain, what is the message? Because, you know, our soul is always sending the message through our physical sensations, our different situations we are in our life and with our connections, with our relationships, helping us to, to find our own answers to connect with our deep wisdom and our truth and develop and evolve and also be the best self of ourselves. We can overcome the blockages if we are going back to the uh, point that the pain is always a message. The challenges are always helping us to be better than, yes, to step out our comfort zone is always helping us to be the evolved self or uh, our past self. Yes, yes. I So I hear you say, be curious, be curious, be curious. Be curious about what does something mean? Be curious about what might be the message of a feeling or a sensation or a thought. Be curious about what is being offered to me and can I hear it? hear it in my soul versus hear it through my ears. I think your messages are just so appropriate for what so many people, especially women in our current day society, when we think about how women are in this current time frame versus how women were expected to behave in generations prior to us, it makes the pathway that we see with many women feeling overwhelmed, depleted, overextended, underappreciated, self-worth issues, all of those things that many women feel because they feel torn between how do I serve myself and how do I serve my family and my other relationships. I definitely can see very clearly how this has been brought forward through the generations. And we are just truthfully, I think we're just now in the last decade or two, really starting to make a shift in, we don't have to just play one role. We can be in multiple roles and not lose ourselves in those multiple roles. It's very enlightening to hear you speak of it and share your story and share your different workshops and videos that are available to people to tap in and really get back home to themselves and really recognize the beauty of who they really are deep in their essence. So tell me, where can people find you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Just one one more. 
yet we have so much treasure inside of us. Find your gems Mm -hmm. because you have a very special and unique one. And the gems are in really, really deep in darkness. And if you can discover and you can bring into the light, it's so beautiful. And of course, it's hard to go down, but you always have the support. Don't forget asking support, asking for help. You don't need to be strong. You can be vulnerable. Find the best persons who can, whom you can open yourself and share what's going on. Because it's really, really important that we can discover our true gems in ourselves. I agree. What I love about having guests here on the podcast and women like yourself is that you speak what is important to many listeners, which is you are not alone. We see you. We hear you. We are you. It's an affirmation that everybody is of value and is enough as they are, and they need to be seen and need to be heard and supported. You are such a gem. Thank you so much. Thank you. So tell me, where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me on the, all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube with Girish Andrea. Also, I have a Facebook group, Live Your Best Orgasmic Life. So I'm sharing this lifestyle, how you can embrace pleasure in every single moment in your life. And the video series around safety, this is what I would like to to offer. For the listeners, I would like to offer 30 minutes one-on-one laser coaching because I, I feel that in this running society and also in the IT, we need to have a human connection, a real connection. If you feel connected to me, just share what's going on, what's bubbling in you. I would love to help you in at least one step ahead and then you can go further in your life. So beautiful. Thank you so much. I will put all these links in the show notes for everybody. I am sure that folks will be reaching out to you. You are absolutely just lovely. Thank you very much. Thank you. What a beautiful episode to speak with Garisha. She's such a lovely soul. She's got quite a few contact links available. I'm going to ask you to refer back to the show notes And you'll be able to access all of her links through all of the different social media sites, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. She has a complimentary offering for you. If you would be so kind as to leave a review, it will help me know what you as the listener would like to hear on the show. If you'd like to follow more energetic information, you can catch me on Facebook and Instagram at Miel Fox, as well as on my website, www.foxdenenergetics.com. And there's a couple of links in the show notes for some free offerings, PDF, seven ways you may be blocking your heart. And also uh, sign up for a virtual monthly meetup called Unconditionally You, where we have conversations about what it means to be unconditional and lose those expectations of what we think things need to be should be about ourselves and others so certainly check that out and thank you so much for listening today tune in again there'll be a new episode airing shortly and as always sending so much love to you all